Welcome to Real Estate Unscripted, where each week we connect no-nonsense, let's get it done, realtors and lenders from across the country who want to grow our businesses and stay motivated with timely topics and experts in our fields. I'm your host, Marjorie Adam. Let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Real Estate Unscripted. I'm excited today to have Sherry Shepard with me. Sherry, say hi. Hi there. So let me tell you a little bit about Sherry. Sherry is down in Southern Pines, North Carolina, which I didn't know where that was. So she, however, is near what was known as Fort Bragg, now known as Fort Liberty, which is one of the largest military installations in the country. And it's close to Raleigh, North Carolina, hence why she has that super cool accent. So she is here today. She is a branch partner and loan originator at Alcova, who, of course, we love and is the reason this podcast is happening. And she has been a loan originator for 15 years and with Alcova for six years. Right? Right. Okay. Now we're going to talk about something I think is fantastic today because it's one of the, I think, most misunderstood loan products that people have these very strong gut and other opinions about. And that is VA financing. And I think People just don't really get it, right? So I think that clearing this up is helpful for realtors. It's helpful for other lenders. It's just really helpful because as these military buyers deserve our respect, they serve this country. And I think there's a misunderstanding of this. So I'd love to hear. So how did you get into really working? Now, obviously, where you're located is part of it. But how did you get into being like the queen, right, of the VA loan? How'd that happen? So when I first became a loan originator about 15 years ago, the very first loan I had was a VA loan. And no one in my office knew a thing about VA loans. So it turned out to be a disaster, unfortunately. So I said to myself, if I'm going to do loans, I'm going to learn everything I can specifically on VA loans because no one in this office knows how to do one. So I made it my mission to learn. I learned all the other loans too, but specifically VA loans because I I was like, oh my gosh, there's so many military people here. So that has been my niche for about 15 years now and has served me well. So we talked about this offline a little bit, but I thought, okay, there's some of those that where you're sort of like smacking your head. You can't see me unless you're watching, but I'm smacking my And you're kind of like, Duh. but if you're in a town where you have the largest military installation in the country, wait, so that to me means, huh, wonder who those buyers and sellers would be, right? So I should understand something. And then you said probably about 60% of those buyers are military. And then you think, and that would have been the case for years to come. Maybe it's grown. And of course, that's more. But it was at least, let's say, 30 or 40 percent, 50 percent back then had to been based on where you are, that there were not people that really thought, shoot, I think I should understand a VA loan. I mean, good for you because you, it's your niche and you're really good at it. But don't you kind of wonder sometimes like, huh, how is that possible? Absolutely. You know, and the only thing I can think of is that a lot of originators, I guess, are just intimidated by it. I get it from a realtor perspective because it's a lot of education in terms of knowing what to recommend. If I'm on the listing end and we get contracts and they're FHA or VA, the immediate, almost every time reaction of a seller's, oh, well, they're not qualified, which I find silly. Like what? Or they can't afford this house. Wrong, 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 right? And it's this misconception, even from the youngest of I've never sold a house, but this is what I've heard to people that have, it's just this odd 
I get it that when cash offers are great and more money down, you feel better, but it's incorrect. So that's one of the things we want to work on today is kind of some misconceptions, some clarifications, because you've got this population of people who are extremely well qualified and again, do a lot for our country. And we need to take care of them and educate ourselves so that when we do represent them on the purchase end, or when we're trying to accept offers on the sale end as realtors, as well as lenders working with them, that we are clear on some misconceptions in the reality. I thought that was super important. So we're going to talk about some of the realtor misconceptions. So Sherry, here's what I know. The VA inspection, not going to have it, right? It's going to be impossible. So talk about that. Yeah. So I hear that a lot and that's definitely a misconception. We had an appraiser to come to our office and talk about just that. If something stands out to the appraiser when they walk in the house, a hole in the wall, a broken window, a missing door, whether it's a VA appraiser or whatever type of an appraisal it is, those repairs will still have to be done. So that is a huge misconception. It's going to have to be done regardless. Yeah. So it's not just because it's VA. However, there are some things, what are the obvious one. So like when it's going to be a VA loan and you're the lender, but if I'm the realtor and I'm walking up to a house, what are those obvious things that will come up? I would say again, in all appraisals, but let's talk VA appraisals. What are the kind of telltale signs? This is going to be an issue. One of the main things that I see is a window. Let's say there's rotting wood around the frame. There's chipping or peeling paint. Just know those will have to be repaired. However, if we now continuing from the previous discussion, if it's conventional, maybe they would overlook that more than some obvious things, but I'm not sure. I think that the key is, look, there's certain homes maybe then we pay attention to. If it's a complete fixer-upper, right, FHA or VA especially, probably not. And by the way, unless you're yeah. doing pretty significant conventional, because, you know, they're homes with no kitchens and I have clients that are like, oh, we'll get financing on that. No, you're not. Not unless you get fix and flip construction perm, whatever it is, right? You, you're not going to get a traditional loan. But I think unless it's more extreme, right, then you're going to have to repair it. But quite All honestly, right. if we go to a house... And we see a lot of chipping paint. Let's not call it a fixer-upper, but we see those things. Those are recommendations as a realtor we're making to our clients anyway that they should address for any purchaser. So no fix and flips most likely, right, on a VA. But that to me is fairly evident for, quite frankly, a lot of construction. But I do think the expectation is that VA appraiser is going to be 10 times harder. They are going to look for things and they are going to just be really hard to work with. And that is not the case. That is not the case. All right. So let's talk about a second one. Sherry, this is no money down. This is hundred percent finance. This is a risky loan. This means I have an unqualified buyer. I don't feel good about this. Well, you should feel really good about it. When we pre-approve a borrower, we're looking at the same thing we're going to look at on a conventional loan, a USDA loan, a FHA loan, a VA loan. And Hey, guess what? A lot of people get conventional loans with only 5% down. It just so happens that if you got a VA loan with 5% down, you wouldn't have any private mortgage insurance. And a lot of these veterans, they may be retired. They may be colonels in the military. You don't know. So I think they deserve more credit, actually, than the average buyer. I think you should take on those loans. 
Yes. So basically, this is your veteran, your active duty, whatever it may be, you have access to this product that frankly, for them is superior, you can get a slightly to way lower interest rate. And the military, of course, you're moving, let's say it's every three years all across the country, it's very costly to move, right? So people are also like, well, they don't have money, whether the military is covering what they're covering or not, you're upending your entire life every three years, their expenses, there are all these things you got to do. Sometimes the military don't sell their houses, right? So they keep them and rent them because either they want to come back back there or they hope to come back there or whatever it is. So that means my money is tied up in a previous home, especially if the market is unfriendly, like market changes where I can't sell my home. So back in, let's say 2011, right? 2011, 12, 13, after eight, nine, 10, it took four or five years so I could sell my home. We know even here, we had a lot of military that rented, right? They did not sell their home because it was just not a friendly market. So they don't have a choice but to move, right? And not all of these veterans also use, it's not always 100%. I think our automatic as a realtor or public is 100%. It's always 100%. And you can choose to do 100%, but you don't have to. No, you do not. So basically this kind of misconception of it being risky false. It's no less rigorous to qualify, right? It's no stronger qualification. It's not like, oh, I couldn't qualify. So I'm doing this loan, which I think is somehow is in people's heads. Yeah, the VA loan is, it's no harder to qualify. I mean, from my side as the loan originator, we run every Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac product through our desktop underwriting, conventional, VA, FHA. They all go through the same underwriting process. So yeah, they are no less attractive than any any other loan. All right. So let's talk about another misconception. So it's a VA loan. So that means the VA approves the loan, right? And I got to wait even longer for VA approval. No, the files do not go to VA. Um, They stay at Alcova Mortgage and we underwrite them. And after we close on them, they are then sent to servicing. But yeah, so the only thing that VA does on a VA loan is they guarantee 25% for the veteran. So that's why, hence no down payment, right? If they're guaranteeing that, there's no down payment and then no PMI. Correct. So why wouldn't I, as a veteran, take advantage of that, right? I mean, that's where people really think about, wouldn't you do that if you qualified? With Um, a lower interest rate too. Yeah, especially now, right? That matters more. And then appraisals, that is a different in terms of how the ordering process is, right? It's a different process for the actual ordering of the appraisal. Yes, we do have to go to the VA portal through the VA website and order the appraiser through there. The VA does assign the appraisal to a VA certified appraiser. Okay. So again, I mean, we all have to go through appraisal portals anyway, right? That's the kind of thing that's that's like the curse and blessing, but a lot of curses. There's no control. I don't care what financing any client gets. It's a portal and the appraiser is the appraiser. None of us pick them. It's kind of a crapshoot, right? So same thing there, except they have to be certified, right? So it's a little less because it's a certified VA appraisal who knows that process and what needs to be done. So for the realtor end, it really is understanding what we're saying that's also continuing this legacy of, well, they're risky. Here's a question. Do you see, you do these every day, fall out more in a VA loan than what's called a traditional conventional loan or anything else you do? No, 
So really, there's no data to support that there is a higher fallout, bigger issues, unless, of course, there's too many issues with a house, which there could be in any financing. So it's not even like a quantifiable, here's the bigger risk to get to closing on these loans. No. So that's what people need to really, really think about, right? So I think on the lender end, so this just perplexes me as well, because I will say I'm a realtor. So again, we all work together, but frankly, your side of it, I'm always like, what? Sometimes I know on the realtor side, they're like, but for me, it just sounds more complicated, right? Like it feels like this whole other level, right? Because when you say some lenders don't do them, I'm like, well, there's got to be a reason, except... There's not necessarily, right? Like, why do you think lenders sort of pass them off? Is it also just a misunderstanding there on that end? Yeah, I think they just, the loan originator, if they're passing off a VA loan, it's because they're not familiar with them and they also have that misconception that it's a harder loan, that, oh my God, which is what I thought the first 15 years ago, my first loan that was a disaster. But it's really not. And I guess I do have an advantage because I've done them for so many years that I jump up and down when I get a VA loan. That's how much I love them. But yeah, I think they're just afraid. It's kind of afraid of the unknown. It's out there and I don't know it enough. I've heard this, right? Which I think is the biggest problem, frankly, right in the country anyway, is that I heard this or someone said, it's like, "Mm -mm, you got to really investigate and understand. And it might be a little different in an area where you are, where there's a massive military population versus areas where it's not often that people see a VA loan or that they experience one. So it's like just not as part of what they do. So let's talk about some other misconceptions that could be on any end, frankly. And one of them, I mean, certainly I didn't know either. One of them is, well, I can only have one VA loan at a time. I've used my VA loan. I'm done. Right. Yeah. So you can have more than one VA loan at the same time. It depends on, we have to pull your certificate of eligibility and it depends on how much eligibility has been used. So we have what's called bonus entitlement. And there's a form that we use that we put in how much of the entitlement has been used and it's a whole big formula. So as long as you have eligibility left, you can still get a VA loan. The most I've done for one borrower, I did three VA loans for them. So they had three VA loans at the same time. And also once you've used it once, That's not it. Like if it's paid off or you have more bonus entitlement, you can just keep going with your VA loans forever. Yeah, I think that's important too. If we have a VA borrower who meets with us and says either I don't want to use my VA eligibility or I've already used my VA eligibility, well, it's something we need to check on, right? That's where you said we need to look at the certificate of eligibility. We need to have someone like you who knows what they're doing that can counsel them. Yes, you can, or here's what we need to do. So if we hear a military say, I got to save that for retirement and everything, part of what we should know enough about is you can use it more than once, right? Yes. So this is something that they should determine, right? Is this the right product for them and compare to other products? But this assumption I already did it right? It's sort of like a first-time homebuyer loan where people are, I'm not a first-time homebuyer anymore. Okay, well, you're still a veteran. So there's not necessarily just this one-time use, which I think as lenders, but as realtors, it's something if someone comes in 
right? I think a, a lot of that is guiding our clients properly on each end. And so one of the thing I'd asked you was as a realtor, if I do a buyer consult or a buyer calls me in and says that they're military, right? Like what are great things to ask? So have you used your VA eligibility? Would you like to use your VA eligibility? Getting to them in front of somebody who knows if that's the best option for them, as well as you always said too, if you're a great lender, you always explore other options. If they're VA, so there could be other options that are better for them. So explain to me like what, what you counsel them through. Yeah, probably not, but I like to do my due diligence because you just never know. And I don't feel like I'm doing my due diligence if I don't explore all the other options for them and at least show them that they are making the right decision. Okay. And then also like on the real trend, right? As we're setting up from home searches, clearly if they're looking for super fixer uppers, maybe we better have that second option because that VA loan is not the best option in most cases there, depending on what that work needs to be done. But we're making sure just like any buyer, we're counseling them on all options. I think the hard thing in our market right now, well, I'm going to say probably a lot of the country, we still have a lot of competitions. This isn't last year where every house got 15 offers for sure. But I still see even on homes that get one offer, here comes the VA or FHA loan and the first, oh yeah, I don't know about this one, right? So making sure we educate that client through, that's actually not the case. Here's the difference in the appraisal. Here's actually how the loans are certified, right? Making sure they understand this is not a risky loan. This is a benefit to a veteran, right? That actually, frankly, they deserve. So, but in a tighter market, right? So when you're trying to win in a competitive market, So it's hard here. Now, in your area where VA is much more the norm, right? So it won't stand out as much potentially because people there work with VA all the time. I think if we're looking at, you know, in our competitive markets, it's really looking at can that veteran put more down? They might not choose to. But in our contracts, it says, here's the financing I'm obtaining. This is what my letter is going to state. So in other words, if that veteran says they could put down 20% and the bank verifies that, that can make someone feel better. We have a provision that says nothing in this contract prohibits them from obtaining alternative financing, meaning if they choose to do the you know 0% down, as long as it doesn't affect seller's net or cause any delays, they could do that. So I think just because it's VA financing, we as realtors shouldn't just automatically put 100% unless we know, right? Unless you've run those scenarios for them and we know how much down they can or can't put. Right. And like you said a while ago, they don't have to put that money down because the VA is guaranteeing that 25%. But yeah, if it helps you to put 10% down or whatever, I mean, I have veterans all the time that are putting down 20%, but they still choose to go VA because the interest rate is lower. Yep. So I think that's something to pay attention to, too, and making sure it's VA 100% because they can. Like, quite honestly, if there was a realtor loan, (laughs) right, which is super fun as a self-employed borrower, right? But if there were a realtor loan at 100%, you don't think every real, you know, there's a doctor loan, right? So the doctor loan's 100%. They have those options. So there are different types of loans that I think it's interesting that aren't really thought of quite the same way. Okay, so I think I'd be remiss not to touch on this. One of the things people talk about is, oh, assumable loans. Well, they're great loans because they're assumable. So with that, we're not going to go in super detail because just like anything else we talk, 
talk about. It's case by case. It depends on scenarios. It depends on eligibility. There's so many things. But if I'm a non-veteran and I want to assume a veteran's loan, but that's not necessarily great for that veteran, why? Because unless the buyer is a veteran themselves, then the seller's VA eligibility stays with the loan. So that veteran is giving up that portion of their eligibility, which I personally don't think that's very smart, but you never know the circumstances for somebody else. So, And that's something you don't do, right? That's something that like Alcova doesn't do. It would be the service. We do not. Right. It's whoever's servicing that would have to work that. So we're not guiding them through that or not. But I know we get calls all the time. Do you know if they have an assumable loan? Right. And so really as a realtor, the answer first is, I don't know. But second of all, if they're military or not, and then that's a question, frankly, the seller can answer. However, we need to know just a little bit there too, right? Because they need to check in to see what eligibility they lose that can affect them in the future, right? So again, I think we all have a duty to have enough knowledge to say, here's the little bit I know, and now go to the expert, right? Like, don't just say, oh yeah, no, or yes, or you should totally do that because no one... Never should be an ant. You should totally do that is hilarious because you are not me and I'm not the next person. And what we can and shouldn't do is circumstantial, right? For us. Right. But I think we hear that a lot. And so I think it is a benefit, certainly, to the veterans that's assumable to other veterans. But again, I think that's something that we don't counsel people on without knowing what that does, right? How that affects them eligibility wise or whatever it may be in the future. But it is different than any other loan, right? That you can't, like, I can't assume other loans that got to be paid off. They're accelerated at closing. So I think that's something that for a veteran could be a benefit if it's appropriate for them. Right. So really what it comes down to is we all need to know more about this product. We need to understand the benefit to the veteran, but really kind of minimize the stigma that it has in most markets as being something that it's not, right? It is an absolute benefit to a veteran at no more risk to a client unless the house poses that risk anyway. Right. So is that something you wave your flag for this and educate people on that? Oh, yes. I'm very passionate about VA loans, but yeah, I'll have Realtors call me, I've got this VA buyer, tell me what kind of trouble we're going to run into. And I'm like, no more trouble than you would run into with a conventional loan. Also, I thought of another misconception too on the VA loans. I believe it's a misconception with the inspections. I know that I have a lot of calls from realtors saying, does the seller have to pay for all of the inspections? So I just wanted to throw this in real quick in that the only inspection that a seller has to pay for on a VA loan is the pest inspection. Okay. So that's another thing that I believe is a misconception. Yeah. In our state, the seller does anyway. So I'm in Virginia, you're in North Carolina. So depending on what state you're on, like for us, that wouldn't change anything because seller pays the termite or pest inspection, buyer pays home inspections here. So that's already part of our contract. So frankly, if I'm listening in at least our area in Virginia, that's already standard, right? So that's yet enough. No, I do think there is an assumption that, oh, it's going to cost me money. Like there's a funding fee I have to pay for it, or I have to pay all these things, or I'm required to pay closing costs. And none of those are true. Right. So- Yeah, but back to as far as the loan being more difficult or anything, if I were a realtor, knowing what I know, 
I would go with the best offer and I would not worry about the loan type. Yeah. Especially if it's VA, because honestly, let's just say that the debt to income were a tiny bit high. Let's say it's 51%. And we've got a conventional loan that's 50%. That conventional loan is not going to go through, but that VA loan will. Those are the things we don't think about and we don't know because we're not on your side. But I think that even maybe having a couple coming up with some kind of fact sheet, right? That just that we can attach with VA offers that says, here's the truth and the misconceptions. If we're working with a lot of VA clients is pretty important because those just exist. And I don't know how is a larger, other than talking about it like this, that we can change it. Right. Just talking to you, I learned a lot too, because I haven't been like the first thing I say is, okay, VA or FHA, no less risky, but knowing a lot more after having talked to you, I also think it's about respecting our military and respecting everything else. This is a way to do it, right? Is to understand that this is a benefit due to service that we all need to have a little deeper appreciation and respect for as well especially since the data shows, right? It's not even just this. It's that coupled with the data shows the risk does not, it's not like, oh, 50% of these loans fall out. And you think, okay, that's not the case at all. So it's really learn more and appreciate it more and work harder to help our veterans get in some houses, right? And especially in time. Yes. And I will take that just a little step further and say that on a conventional loan, there aren't little tricks on income. Let's just say something happened. They bought a car and we got to come up with some more income. On a conventional loan, we can't gross up any income. On VA loans, there's income we can gross up by 25%. Depends on what it is, but let's just say they're deployed and they get all these special duty pays. We can gross those up. That's non-taxable income. Again, so there's some things we don't even know about that could be stronger than we think because we're assuming they are. VA loan is a strong loan. I'm not going to say it out loud, but what happens when we assume? Right. Let's go with more facts and data, but good on you for recognizing 15 years ago, the importance of doing what you do. And you keep being the queen of VA financing. (laughs) Make sure if anyone has any questions, we'll tell them to call you. That's right. Thank you so much for joining me today on Real Estate and Script. I think it's super important to educate and to really fix some misconceptions. So thanks so much for joining me today. You're welcome. Thank you. Real Estate Unscripted is sponsored by Alcova Mortgage. Alcova is committed to simplifying the mortgage process. Check out the tools we offer to realtors and homebuyers at alcova.com slash realtors. Alcova Mortgage, equal housing lender, NMLS ID number 40508, org. Before we go, please show us some love by subscribing on your listening platform of choice and leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts. Make sure you share this with your friends and be sure to listen in next week. Until then, this is Marjorie Adam. Don't forget to check out the show notes for a recap. This podcast was made possible by listeners like you. Thank you so much for your support.